Yasmin, it's seven o'clock on the dot. What is Usher doing? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> to be fair, you're the wrong person to do it on because you're too young. But there's a thing where only black people know the answer to this and every black person knows the answer to that question. It's seven o'clock on the dot. What's Usher doing? Yeah. I know Usher, but I don't know what song you, you're Personally? Referencing. Yeah, I've met him. We're besties. He's actually <laughs> over my house right now having tea with my mum. Email us. If you listen to this and you know the answer, send us an email. Weweblackpod at gmail.com. Is Usher the one that did the, the kiss you through the phone? No, that was Soldier Boy. No, it wasn't. Okay, you're the wrong person to ask. All right, no, let's start no. the episode. What no, no, no. No, no, no. You have to tell me. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Yasmin Suman. Fun fact, um, mm. my girlfriend, Sophie's yeah. sick of hearing. Sophie's sick of hearing that It's sweet, statement. really. It's cute. It's my nice. girlfriend has a bracelet that says Yaz on it and people keep thinking that it's like, Yaz, slay, slay queen. Um, Hang on. You're, you make your girlfriend wear a bracelet with your name on like she a dog with their homing collar the both of us okay so technically it's like a dog collar where they're like i've got one on wilson's little neck says says my no, name and address no it's it's so people know that like i'm her girlfriend oh okay yeah That's... okay it's our time to own white people no i'm kidding <laughs> i should ask my boyfriend if he'd wear a bracelet with my name on. He would laugh me out of the room. That would be re- no. I I want that for you. I want that for you. Have you it's seen those happen. people? Have you seen those people who wear like dog collars with their partner's name on and they walk around on leashes? No, I've never been to Birmingham. <laughs> Stop! I've got Birmingham pride. Okay, we've got three McDonald's and all of them have bouncers because it's too dangerous to be there at night. Anyway. The episode. The episode. Today we are discussing the news. The news. What has happened in the news. Things that are happening in the world. I was away and I just kept seeing all these news articles coming up and I was like, oh my God, I need to do a news episode with Yasmin. Um, No, it was so hard to keep my fucking mouth shut before you came home. I have, before we started this episode, guys, talked so much shit with Sophie. Oh, ridiculous. (laughs) Should we start with the news story that broke the internet? Go on. Adam Levine has been having an affair. That's um, not the part that broke the internet, though. That that's not the itself, part that broke the internet. But that in itself, because he cheated on his Victoria's Secret model. Like, if Victoria's Secret models are being cheated on, what's left for us, Sophie? But that, to me, right, okay. I saw a great TikTok, and it was talking about how a person's worth isn't from their looks. And the fact, it's not the fact that she's a Victoria's Secret model that got me, and it was Mike that said, it was my boyfriend that said this, actually. It's not the fact she's a Victoria's Secret model, it's the fact she's carrying his baby. And I was like, wow, man just spitting facts right there. But she is also insanely hot. Why would you leave her? Why would you cheat on your wife who is carrying your baby? Your child, who could be a really cool child. He's a piece of shit, though. He's been a piece of shit forever. And it's like people are just discovering he is a piece, a POS. The reason he went viral mostly is because he said there's no hot chicks in metal. 
which is insane to me. <sighs> he's never been a part of metal. He slagged off rock ages ago. He's, he's... The man wrote songs like... I'm in a dream. Like, I doubt he knows the first thing about Mel. Also, just want to prove a point, Amy Lee, Maria Brinks, Lizzie Hale, not just even in metal, like fucking Jenna McDougall, Taylor Momsen. Like, there's just so many beautiful women in alternative music. Like, the hottest bitches. But also, can I just say, since when does a woman's worth come from her looks? It does not. And certainly someone like Adam Levine doesn't get to define us. So. Exactly. Sorry, I was just too busy objectifying women. You're absolutely right, Sophie. Um, <laughs> I just hate women. <laughs> no, I'll have you know, um, I actually thought about sexism in the shower this morning and I cried. I was so oh, sad. Wow, okay. I was like, you know when you think about how like sexism exists? That's Damn. so kind of you, Yasmin. Thank Hello. you for fighting Hello. for us you're, all. You're welcome. So, so Adam Levine is a grade A penis Douche head. Yep. Um, the next story, um, got to talk about this straight off the bat, is literally the night before last Fever 333, Eric and Steve left the band. What? I know. And so Fever 333 what? have broken up. Um well, they, I guess they haven't broken up. It will continue with, Just I guess, with I guess Jason. it's going to continue with Jason. I, I'm sad. I love all of the band. I think they're all awesome dudes. Um, and, you know, we obviously love Jason and everything that band has done for, like, people of colour and music. So, you know, it's just really sad. We hope everything's okay. We hope that they all, you know, have good careers and have good lives. And we just love them very much. It's sad. It's very like, sad. oh, just, why do all my favorite brands keep breaking up? Can we stop that? Can we stop it, that now? They become your friends when they're when when you've got a band that you listen to. It's like they're your yeah. they're your therapist basically. And so it's, it's essentially when a band breaks up, it's a bit like your therapist dumping you. I've been there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard. It's, so hard. it's really hard. What but we hope it, what... they're okay as individuals because it doesn't seem it seems a little bit spicy in there. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't seem like it's been an amicable break. So um, just sending lots of love to them all. It happens, doesn't it? It does happen. Let's, We've all been there, this is including a us. Um, what is the worst band breakup that you ever had? For me, for me, okay, MCR. 2013, I sobbed. I threw up. I screamed. I but cried. that wasn't a breakup breakup. Because now they're back together, but we didn't know at the time, yeah. Sophie. We didn't know. What about you? Well, for me, I think it was probably, again, one of Jason's bands. It was When Let Live broke up. I'm crying. Because at the time, I was in the middle of a mental breakdown and the album, um, The Blackest Beautiful, was like just on repeat. It was the only music I could listen to. Them and 20, him, like Let Live and 21 Pilots were the only bands I could listen to. And um, so when it happened, it felt like a darker day in my yeah. in my life I, like i overreacted to it to be completely honest oh yeah fully that and like when celebrities die i have like oh my god for them i mourn i mourn chest i still can't get over chester i can't even listen to one more light i cry every time every time oh yeah no same um, every time but fever aren't dead they will be continuing i'm sure with other projects um and lots of love to them another story that came up for me and this story was everywhere right okay 
tennis legends Venus and Serena Williams love Alice in Chains and they took photos with the band at the show. Wow. And I get it. Like, okay. when celebrities love a band, it, I don't know if it would have had as much traction. I think people don't expect two black women to be into a rock band. I'm just saying it as it is. But, like, when you're in an intense sport like that, it's more likely that you listen to metal. Like, loads of WWE stars have metal intros and, like, work with metal bands, and that's a sport in itself. You have to train for that. Loads of, um, like, boxers and stuff listen to metal bands. Like, you can't really you can't really be, like, playing tennis to Ariana Grande. Me, 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 me. Alice in Chains playing, playing tennis to Alice in Chains. That makes more sense. And they're both beautiful. So in your face, Adam Levine. In your Take face. that, biatch. Um, another news story that came through. God, it's been a busy week for the alternative world. In fact, no, I left it at that as the news stories. I left it at that. Oh, okay. What about new? Oh no, no, I have one more. I have one more news story. Oh, okay. Ah. And I think I'm bringing it up because I think it crosses over with one of your social media stories. Are you stealing my stories? Are you stealing my stories? You bitch. Yeah. Okay, go on. So, reporting from Loudwire. Okay. Um, now wait for this one yasmin before you get all riled up wait for this one right while speaking so ronnie radke i know i know i I, what did i say i said wait this is a wider this is a wider issue that i think we need to discuss so ronnie radke um spoke about the fact that falling in reverse had to cancel a festival appearance after their laptops went missing Mm. so as he spoke to it he was like as a band in 2022 you need your laptops it's like driving a car without an engine and then Sirius XM host Eddie Trunk from uh, the PRP he did this like wow he said according to Loudwire he said this is astonishing first I heard about this I thought it was a joke to wind me up how much longer are fans promoters media just going to accept the epidemic of live rock shows not really being live paying your hard-earned money to see a band play live that's not truly live and there are countless bands in 2022 that hone their craft and play live tons new and old including the one that subbed for them in their slot Jackal no laptop needed there. Who the fuck a jackal? Uh, this is just unreal, but at least I give them credit for being honest. Wow, I'm closer than ever to launching my own band and I can't sing a note. Um, and so- then he spoke about how good Aerosmith are. Then Ronnie Radke got involved and said, sure, watch Steven Tyler lip sync without a laptop. Um, anyway, let me just make my point, right? Right. We all know Ronnie Radke, um, he's pissed everybody off basically recently. And I thought Eddie Trunk was going in because of that. But the more I'm reading, like I would call out Ronnie Radke for anything now because he's pissed me off by being saying some of the stuff he said, right? Yeah. But I don't think Eddie Trunk is even on that vein. He's genuinely angry that bands use laptops. I never thought I'd see the day that I defend Ronnie Radke. To be honest, like... I thought it was funny because everyone was laughing at him. <laughs> like there were memes on social media. Where it's like, babe, wake up. I forgot. I've got all the gear, but I forgot the laptop. We can't play the show. I was asked the USB snapped. We can't play the show. Like I get it. And I fully understand like in 2022 to put on a full performance, like MacBooks help, laptops help. But 
Like, they don't help. They're pivotal. Like I was talking to a musician. I asked a musician about this, and apparently, around sixty-five to seventy percent of bands, an estimate, will be using laptops for their live show, and without them, they've practiced with the laptop. It'd be like practicing something one way with a guitar and then not bringing the guitar you you have to do it the way you practice and like without a laptop you're not going to have bring me the horizon you're not going to have architects you're not going to have paramore you're not going to have all of these bands doing live shows yeah like and it's so it's a big deal i don't want to i never thought i would defend ronnie radke well sophie but i just think it's important that people know the reality of Cancel how it him works. for the right things, okay? Yeah. This is this is a thing that he doesn't need to be cancelled for because it's a very, like, a lot of bands use laptops, but he's done other stuff that I'm sure we can actually cancel him for. Come on, guys. Put our energy in the right places, you know what I mean? There's a difference between Gen Z cancel cancelling him for his transphobic comments versus a boomer trying to cancel him for something that they don't understand. Yes. That is, yeah. 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 I agree. Um... What about new releases? I feel like we've had so much news right releases. now. Releases. Oh, you know. Music. You know what's up. You know what I'm talking about so far. Do so I? far? The Do end I? so far. Oh, oh, Slipknot. Yeah. Slipknot. Oh, my God. They went so experimental with this. I haven't listened to it. Oh, oh my I'm gosh. Yasmin. It. I'm saving it. For what? Menopause? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm just waiting for like when I get really angry and need to go to the gym and just work out very intensely. I'm going to listen to it then. It's cool. I like to see that they've... Interestingly, I'm going to contradict myself massively because you'll see why later on. Um, It's interesting that they've experimented with their sound. Mm, mm. Um, But I will put this disclaimer in now. But it still sounds like Slipknot. Right. So it still sounds familiar. Um. I'm just biting my tongue at the moment, trying not to explode because why? Why are we not talking about Paramore? Paramore are back! Ah! Oh my god, I'm so excited! Ah! Ah! So the song that's been trending ah! is called "This Is Why." This is why I don't leave the house. It's a banger, to be fair. It is a banger. I don't want to hear none of your negative comments. Okay. Don't, 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 but you guys can't see. So if he's like, mm-hmm. I, I am going to be, the, the irony is, is what the whole song is about. But yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say, I, personally, I'm, as an emo Paramore fan, I wasn't vibing off this song. Um, I love, I think Hayley Williams is amazing. I think Paramore is amazing. But the song won't be going in my rotations i don't think but i do appreciate it a lot that's why i made it single of the week on kerrang okay good i will Um, punch you if you say any more do you know what i find interesting is i don't know what your take is on this yasmin because i don't know if it's a generational thing or a country thing but i feel like a lot of americans talk about indie in the same umbrella a lot of the time as if as if it's emo as well like as if it's like rock part of the rock umbrella indie's different here than it is in america like in indie in america is like something corporate but like like, basement they'll talk about so for example mr brightside they call that an indie song i mean uh, an emo song from back in the day that's an indie song here but but over here, the indie movement and the emo movement were very separate and you didn't really cross the streams of what you listened to. Yeah, the indie movement was like Oasis, Blur, 
Well, that's that's the Britpop from the late nineties. Yeah, that that then went into the indie wave. Like I'm telling you now, that's because it's because they never had the Britpop wave. At the same time that was happening, they were having like the emo revival. But it was kids who were indie who liked to make sad music kind of thing. Maybe that's why it gets. I don't know, but it, it's something I've noticed. If there's any Americans listening who are over a certain age. Um, too old to date Yasmin, then could you please um, message us <laughs> and let us know like the differences? Because I'm really curious about that. Yeah, yeah. Because I... there was, you'd never hear back in the day when you went to like an emo night, I never heard Mr. Brightside get played. There was like, it was like anti-emo. I mean, it was anti-indie, sorry, back in yeah. the day to listen to that yeah. music. To be fair. Wait, so what other releases have come out? Anyway, other releases, other releases. Uh, we got sidetracked. Um, Pierce the Veil dropped a video for Pass the Nirvana. <laughs> Meet Me the Altar dropped Say It to My Face. Banger. Um, Lorna Shaw dropped Pain Remains. That was a very different, like, you know, path for them. So it was really cool to see them do something a bit different. Yep. Yeah, and talking of different did you hear the new Skylar Records single I love him so much I love him so much again very much like Paramore um, I enjoyed his single and I enjoyed his style of music but very much like Paramore I was expecting it to sound like Issues yeah, and I was but he's really always excited. had kind of like those jazzy, like, you know, funky... He's R&B, through like, and through. Fully, like, he's just... That was kind of his role in Issues as well. Like, that's what he brought to the table, and it worked, and it worked for Issues, and it made them special, and, like, it's just something he's really good at. That's why he's been touring with 21 Pilots. He's just a really yeah. good musician. He's a great, talented guy. Really lovely guy as well, IRL. Um, and... Yeah, I'm really happy for him that he's found himself and found his style. I'm still gutted, though. I didn't realise he could sing. I just assumed he couldn't really sing that well. But he can sing. Why didn't he take over in Issues? I don't know. I wonder. I if, don't know. I wonder if the range of the songs was... I don't know. He could have done it. And so, Skylar, I am... I'm not angry. I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> um, I totally <laughs> forgot about Pierce the Veil. I fucking love Pierce the Veil. They are one of my favourite bands of all time. Pasta Nirvana is a banger. It, it is. It kind of it sidetracked me because it gives me more like if Selfish Machines had like a grungy, sleazy rock phase and it's fucking sick. It's fucking sick. Like it's so... I didn't... I wasn't that much of a fan of Misadventures. It was a bit too poppy. Yeah. Um, bit too pop punky. But... This is a banger. It's it a, is a banger. banger. I love it. And so. then also, talking of people who've gone quite heavy, uh, Nickelback dropped their song. Look at this phonograph. Yeah. I no, that's the not their song. song. And mm. everyone's been getting their knickers in the twist because they're like, oh my God, it's so much heavier than we were expecting. And they might even get played at metal shows. Oh my God. Nickelback have always done heavy songs. Where have you been? It's just because you never actually listen to them. Do you remember that time we read Chad Kroger's lyrics about having sex and it was just, oh, oh stuck into the ick. <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah, it's kind of icky. Kind mm. of icky. Um, so that's the releases. Uh, apart from, have you got any more you want to add? Polyphia re- released a new song. Oh, yeah. That's quite good. They're a very guitar-led band. I think like, they're making... And they, they had Steve Vai. <gasps> I know. Crazy. Especially for like an upcoming, like newer band. Yeah. They're getting a lot of backing. And like, as deserved. Like, they're lovely people and... They make good music. If you are a slut for a guitar riff 
man, woman, genderless, everyone's a whore at heart. If you're a slut for a good guitar riff, honestly, Polyphia is the band for you. They are very, very great. And that's probably why they got Steve Vai on it, because he's such a talented dude. Such a talented dude. But yeah, that's all I can think of for releases. I fucking love Piss the Nails, Be Punk and Paramore. I, I have got a curveball new release. Oh? We just have to talk about this new show on Netflix called Heartbreak High. It's oh really my god, I, like, I've seen all the trailers, I really want to watch it. So it's basically about high school students. Um, it was a show in the 90s, but it's been remade, um, based in Australia, and it's just the struggles of high school students. And I love it, it was really fascinating, because it was a real good insight into Gen Z, and so if you're like me and you're a millennial, it is worth watching. I think it's good because I saw there's like an autistic character who's on the spectrum and like the way that they navigate that and how people yeah. treat them from what I've seen is like so realistic and very like true to representing how autistic people kind of struggle in today's social climate. Um, I really love it so far. Yeah. I've only watched the first episode and I love it so much. It was, I don't want to give away too much, but yeah, the, the way they navigated the autistic character was brilliant. The way they navigated the relationship between a parent and a non-binary character was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they, and sexual assault, the lad culture, just they touched on everything. And it's all the things that millennials, we went through, but it was things that you don't talk about because there's so much shame around it. Yeah. And yeah. as it was really nice to see it like all open and out there and yeah, great show. Anyway. So, Yasmin, what has been going on on social media whilst I've been sitting with my cacti? <laughs> so, um obviously the Adam Levine thing happened. What social media found really funny was the messages he was sending. I saw an article that was like, let's be honest, everyone sent cringy sex messages like sexting is cringy and I was like to be fair yeah because I think if you were to look on the outside of your own sex like oh you naughty slut can't wait to rip that off of you show me what's underneath like that's that's cringy but in the moment you know you're blinded by the the heat of of sexual tension it's Um, cringe it's so cringe it is so cringe but we've all done it we've all sent some some naughty messages and been like hee hee i'm so flirty but in reality it's just cringe um and i wanted to read you the ones that he sent so there's this meme it's his message where he replies to the girl and goes holy fuck holy fucking fuck that body of yours is absurd so i edited a photo of a fat dog (laughs) brilliant and then loads of people did that i saw matt heafy because i didn't know what happened and all i saw was matt heafy posting this text message thing with adam levine and it was matt heafy doing some weird move that he does and i was like what the fuck is this and that's when i went on the loophole trying to decide on the beach trying to figure out what was going on it's amazing honestly it was amazing obviously everybody ripped into ronnie radke for the the laptop thing most people were making jokes about johnny craig (laughs) and his macbook debacle brilliant i saw some comments yeah Ghost, the band, is still blowing up on TikTok for Mariana Cross, which Brilliant. I didn't really expect. Like with emo bands, so like King for a Day blew up on TikTok, and like it it went back in the charts and stuff. And you expect that because it's in the nostalgia, like you know, circle. But I don't know why Ghost. I don't I don't know why I didn't expect Ghost to blow up on TikTok, but they have. Like Holy Mary is popping off, and it's a good song. I've never really listened to Ghost, but I think I'm kind of obsessed with that song. I think the one thing like Ghost do particularly well for such a heavy band is write great radio tunes. You've got a nice chorus that you can 
latch on to. Yeah. Um, talking of, back to something, I just want to point out. Um, you know, looking over old messages and how it's cringy. I can't believe the girl who brought forward her screenshots having an affair with Adam Levine. Like, I can't believe she pub- she put them forward. She was like, I used poor judgment speaking with anyone. Um, oh, no, no, he said he used poor, poor judgment. She brought them forward and outed him. Her name was Alison Rosef. Mm. But this is the bit that got me. I am so weird, too. And only listen to metal, lol. And I thought I was a bit pick me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so weird. I, I listen to metal. I saw his tattoos and thought, I'll say that I listen to metal. But, like, his tattoos are terrible. Dude looks fucked up. Like, Why? his tattoos are bad. Why is she calling herself weird, though? She's just not like other girls, though. She's so right. quirky. She's just mm, in a so silly, quirky. goofy mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... And I listen to metal. Like, I really love Nickelback. And God, I listen to, like, Guns N' Roses from back this in the day. PTSD. Um, yeah, that was weird. But, I mean, go off, I guess. Like, listen to metal. He's still not attracted to metal girls, though, so I guess that one didn't work out. Do you know what else? It's just got me thinking, and this is a big thing on social media, and it's not necessarily alternative, but it's just been everywhere, and it kind of started a conversation about something in the alternative world. Um, So another man who cheated on his lovely wife Mm. was Ned, who is part of a YouTube group, the Try Guys. They originally all worked for BuzzFeed and had this Try Guys brand where they were a bunch of just quirky dudes who would try things together, like trying a hundred dollar food versus one dollar food trying to speak to spirits very quirky millennial 2014 humor Um, and then they all left buzzfeed took the brand with themselves and over the eight years they've built kind of an empire they have like 20 people who work for them they you know own a company in itself like it's it's a business they have an office um and ned one of the try guys cheated on his wife with someone he works with and like there's been so many memes because he's such a mediocre normal looking dude and his wife is insanely beautiful not just that she works for him as well and she has his children like she has two or three kids with him and it's like it it kind of created a conversation about how men who work in these positions abuse their power because people were trying to blame the woman that he slept with right but I don't think people realise she wouldn't have been able to speak out anyway because if she spoke out about it, she would have risked losing her job. If her wa- if his wife spoke out about it, she would have risked losing her job. What and do you mean husband. they were trying to call out this woman? So the woman that he cheated with works for him as well. But why? Why did she? Was she the one that? that how did he get outed? So um, they caught the two of them kissing in like a private club. Oh, private. But, cl- there's no the words private and club never go together so if you're private means not anyone's allowed in i don't know but basically they were kissing on a night out and were both drunk and people like the video went around on social media and uh, someone sent it to his wife so on and so forth um but people were blaming the girl who was he was having an affair with because she works with him but like i don't think people realize his wife couldn't speak out about it if she knew anyway because not only would she would be losing a job, she'd be losing the father of her kids and... No, she'd father's... be fine. His wife? Yeah, his wife. If she knew something, she'd be fine. She'd Call lose out. a job. So? You can take... If he's got the money and he owns the company, you'd take him to court, baby! I guess, but it's like your whole family's going to fall apart. Kind yeah, of your family... That's the thing she's losing. 
but with this girl who works for him she's obviously like a younger person trying to get into the entertainment industry and her career is now on the line because if she speaks out about like he could say oh we should fire this person they're not doing their good job just because she might not sleep with him a week like you'll you'll never know the dynamic um but they put out a statement against him kicked him out and stuff and it's just great an interesting conversation about sleeping with your boss see it's interesting what you get coming up in your timeline because millennial timeline was all about should we be shaming people to the point they lose their career for cheating on a spouse Mm, like which i found interesting because that's also an interesting point i don't think it's the cheating thing that bothers me it's the fact that he abused his power as a boss who slept with someone who he works with and also like that's just unprofessional (laughs) i don't know enough about the dynamic like how old was she she's in her 20s i think and he's in his 30s but regardless of age though like he shouldn't be sleeping with the people that work for him that's very unprofessional if no, we slept with bands, we'd be chastised. It is like. very unprofessional. Do you know what, though? Maybe I'm an arsehole, but I blame them both. I guess she's an adult and, like, you know. Yeah. He... But I do feel bad. I, I put more blame on him because he is the CEO of this company and he slept with one of the people he works with, knowing that his wife works there as well. That, But that's that's what I'm... I, I don't know. I put as much blame... I put, as, I put blame on them both. Not that they should both lose their careers that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that to cheat on somebody who you know is in a relationship especially if you know that person and you like, work with them in an, in an environment yeah. how can you sit in that club and drink that champagne and kiss that man knowing that he's got kids with someone else like that makes you a shitty person so fuck you and fuck him and i hope you both burn in hell that's my kind of opinion Okay then. Well, I know I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. Ending Yasmin. on a positive note from Yeah. That was positive. Content. Ending on a positive note. It's October. <laughs> it's Halloween. Yes. And then the next month will be our tour and then it's Christmas. So I'm just saying oh something my God, to celebrate each quick. month. Um, yeah. but for October I thought I thought I'd just ask, what is what are you all going for for Halloween? Sophie, what are you going for for Halloween? I am now at the point where I celebrate Halloween at home. Ugh. And I go and I buy Halloween decorations as my all year round decoration. I do that, <laughs> but I am going to be at home with my girlfriend uh, and we're going to make Are you going to dress up? Yeah, cool. we're going to dress up at home. Oh, that's really sweet. I know. We're going to go as Velma and Shaggy and we're also going to go as Ghostface and Cindy from the Scream franchise. Velma and Shaggy? Who's yeah. being Shaggy? Her. She's the top, Sophie. I scream bottom energy. Is this not clear? <laughs> do I? Do, do, right. When when two people who have vaginas date, do you have a top and a bottom? Yeah. Isn't that for two... Isn't that when two people with penises date? No, it's like top and bottom is who is the dominant one in the relationship and who is the submissive one in the relationship. That is regardless of oh, bits and bobs. Oh, I thought a top and a bottom is who who puts what in where. Well, not to go Not there, that I want to know that value. No, I don't want to know. Like, don't I, wanna I know. mean, lesbians do use strap-ons and I own two now. Oh, so yeah, of course. If that's what you want to know, I'm not a pego. I just thought it'd be a bit of give and take when you've got... No, you've got. There's, there's some women who don't like to receive they just like to give okay fair they have a thing for dominating 
I'm really oh. glad you got to know more about my sex life, Sophie. I'm so and all you wanted to know is what I was going to dress up as. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what I'm going to dress up as. Um, a cynical old bitch in her dressing gown. It's the same thing I dress up as every other night. You're every so night. boring. Can everyone bully Sophie on social media and tell her to stop being a boring adult? Do you know what? I've spent my time. I once I've made a child. I've my time. I've, I, I, was, I was a Gen Z young kid once. I, I was a Gen Z before up. you were a Gen Z. Um, I no. dressed up but before it was cool. <laughs> I once made a child cry on the underground, on the tube. Why? Because I... Okay, maybe it was slightly insensitive. I... uh, Now, we know more. Um, I dressed up as a police officer that had been shot. (laughs) Like, a a sexy police officer. But you didn't have all the tutorials that you have now. But I made myself a bullet wound with... um, I'll send you the picture. I made myself a bullet wound out of cereal, breakfast cereal... PVA glue and eyeshadow and fake blood and um I sat like in my suspenders and my leather cops outfit and my handcuffs the works and sitting on the tube like it's a normal Friday night Sophie. and this kid sat across from me staring at me just staring at this bullet wound and just burst into tears Sophie when we said fuck the police we didn't mean it literally <laughs> I went there. I went stop, there. Stop. Stop. Okay. We've, we've met me. I'm kind of an extreme person. I know. You're giving me, you know, Mean Girls, where um, Lindsay Lohan's character shows up to the slutty Halloween party dressed as a zombie. Gives that kind of energy. Are you coming at me for... Yes, I'm going to go as slutty Velma. I'm going to go as whore Velma. You're that person who's like... who. In fact, no, because there's some people who dress cute on Halloween. I want to genuinely scare people. If we're doing Halloween, let's fucking do Halloween. Let's fucking so, do it. Let's go. This this fake blood isn't going to be coming out of my, like, kill with glitter. That's not how I roll. Sorry, one second, Sophie. I just need to, um, I just need to. Ha- Hello, is this Sophie's therapist? Yeah, she um needs to see you immediately. Very funny. Very anyway, funny. Hilarious. Anyway. You should be thankful this isn't a serial killer podcast because it very nearly was. It was. We haven't done a serial killer episode yet. Bitch. I think we are going to do one coming up. For, oh, for Halloween. Oh! Not for Halloween. Not for Halloween. Not for Halloween. Um, but we're going to do one at some point. Kill myself. Okay. Well, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed. You can follow us Wait. at We Wet Black Pod on Twitter. And so you can say you're going to unlive yourself. In fact, Yasmin just said, I'm going to kill myself. And that is less disturbing to you than me saying, ah, oh, I used cornflakes to make a bullet wound. <laughs> yeah there we go see you if you want to contact her sophie at i am sophie k on everything and i'm at yasmin suman x on everything i'm gonna go so i can scream how at do you her. email us how do you follow us we were black i know i said uh, we were black pod on twitter and instagram we were black pod at gmail.com okay there you okay. go we if love you, you uh, and uh, we'll see you on tour yasmin's been stumped i give up Goodbye. <laughs> you were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.